Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It is another edition of Phillies today, I'm your host, James Seltzer. It is Thursday, September the 9th. As we unfortunately come off a Phillies loss last night to the Brewers, just a frustrating one, but also a hard-fought loss. You know, not one where you come out of it saying, oh, what a disaster, but, you know, they just got beat, and Kyle Gibson didn't have his best stuff, and he battled, and he, he tried to keep him in it, and ultimately a... Eduardo Escobar moonshot ended up being the difference. And the Phillies fall 4-3 to three to the Brewers. A frustrating one as the Braves lose last night to the Nationals. So an opportunity to make a game up. They do not do it. They are still two and a half back in the division. Even more frustrating, the San Diego Padres win last night. So the Phillies are three back of them in the uh, wild card. The Still two back of the Cincinnati Reds. Now, we did go through the schedules yesterday of the the, the teams we're talking about in terms of uh, of standings. Um, the Padres, by far the worst, toughest schedule of the group. And then the Cardinals and the Mets still in it, too, uh, as they are a game and a half, a game and a game and a half back of the Phillies. So... It's go time. It's real. It's it's there as uh the Mets, you know, they're 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 hanging in as uh Phillies are wild card wise the uh the Padres are in first for the second wild card, then the the Reds are one game back, the Phillies three, the Cardinals just a half game back of the Phillies at three and a half, and the Mets at four and a half. Mets coming to town uh next weekend or next week. Um so we're we're getting real. Getting there's there's a serious run here, I think next weekend actually. Yes. Um regardless. Phillies-Mets next weekend will be a big one as the Phillies only have two series left now against teams with above 500 records. It was two prior to that because of the Brewers, but now the Mets have gotten back above 500. Since the Mets and the Braves left on the schedule, we've talked about the Phillies have to win these games. They've got 14 games against the Rockies, which begin now. The Diamondbacks, or the Cubs after that, the Diamondbacks, and the Pirates, and the Orioles are also left on the schedule. Uh, 23 games left. Six of them are against the Braves and the Mets. And then you got the Marlins, and you got the Rockies, and you got these teams that you should beat, not the Diamondbacks there. The Diamondbacks are on the Braves' schedule. You got the Rockies, they got the Cubs, they got the Pirates, they got the Orioles. 14 games against those teams. And then you got nine left against the NL East. You got the Braves, the Mets, the Marlins. It's going to be tight. It's going to be tight. Obviously, right now, sitting two and a half back with 23 to play is less than ideal. It's not where you want to be. But they're certainly squarely in it. In a minute, we'll talk about what needs to happen for this team over the next 23 games to 
find themselves sitting in the playoffs. Um, first, we'll get to last night. Uh, some uh, bummer of a news prior to the game. Um, not totally unexpected, but a little unexpected. Zach Eflin now officially out for the year. We didn't necessarily expect Eflin to, to be back this year, but it was announced that he'll have patella tendon surgery. He'll be out for the next six to eight months. That is a a crusher. You know, that is a, a crusher. That really stinks. It stinks because, you know, obviously that, that puts it, you know, spring training at the earliest that he's back. That's March. Um, So that's that's a real bummer. You know, you're talking about potentially not having Zach Eflin for part of next season, without a doubt. Um, 16 months, and it's the lower body. You know, that's a, it's a tough one, and it's a shame. And obviously it's a shame for Zach, who, you know, really last season seemed to turn a corner with the swing and miss stuff. The ability, the high-end talent seemed to really flash a lot more of that. And, you know, this year was, was up and down, but really flashed and, and looked like he was on his way to a really solid season for the Philadelphia Phillies. And cut short, and now next season... Potentially the beginning cut short as uh, as uh, six to eight months for recovery is a bummer and uh, it's certainly a, a blow to the Phillies organization. It's a loss and again, you know, the definitive you're not getting Zach Eflin back this year. That means we will still see Matt Moore starting games. We will still see these bullpen games and we'll still try and find ways to maneuver around them. So, you know, it's less than ideal. It is what it is, but it's less than ideal. All right, let's look back at uh, last night and then we'll, we'll look ahead. Last night, the Phillies fall 4-3 to three to the Milwaukee Brewers. A frustrating one again. Um, Gibson didn't have his best stuff. Battled as long as he could. Uh, got going early. First inning, Bryce Harper. Just great ones over the wall. Uh, one of those like bounce off the top of the wall type home runs. But got it out. one nothing. Harper continues to be Bryce Harper. Last night, Bryce Harper was 1-for-1 one one with a home run. And three walks. Three walks, including walking in a run. So the Phillies go up one nothing in the first. Then they go down 2-1 to one in the first as Gibson just runs into all kinds of trouble. Honestly, was lucky to get out of it, only giving up two. He'll give up a third in the second inning. Then the Phillies will tie it up in the third on a RBI walk by Bryce Harper, as I just mentioned. Harper, three walks. We'll get to Harper as he is not seeing pitches to hit. Uh, then an RBI ground out from JT, who... Really disappointed yet again. JT 0 for 4, just with that ground out. JT right now, 259, 344, 433. Mm. They are paying $25 million for a 778 OPS. That ain't going to get it done. I mean, let's be honest, that ain't going to get it done. Ultimately, it's 3-3. Uh, Gibson ends up going four and two-thirds, seven hits, four walks, three runs. Just a rough outing for Gibby. Two straight rough outings for Gibby. Um, not too concerned. Look, I, Kyle Gibson is what he is. He's not going to beat you with his stuff. You know, he's not a dominating guy. He's a smart veteran pitcher who knows how to pitch. And more often than not, that'll work out. It has in the last couple starts. He battled. Again, uh, I appreciated him sticking as long as he could, but just didn't have it. Connor Brogdon comes in in the six, and Eduardo Escobar moonshots it. I mean, just a moonshot. One of those off the bat, you're just like, Welp, see ya. And it lands in the upper deck, and you're like, Yep, that was that was a home run with a capital H right there. Six four, the Phillies unable to get back. Clean innings from Alvarado and Kunrad to keep it in it, but they were unable to get it going as yet again. 
Yet again, the offense fails them. Five hits. Five hits for the Phillies. Even though with this, five walks and three of them by Harper. Just not good enough. And look, I get it. You know, they're they're flawed from a roster perspective at this point. I mean, you know, you got to roll out JT in the cleanup spot. Didi in the 5-0. Didi Gregorius, he of the 222-278-384 slash line. <laughs> Jeez. That's uh, barely over 600 OPS from this guy. In your 5-hole, the Phillies in a pennant race. Had a five-hole hitter last night with an OPS just over 600. I got no words. Not just over, to be fair. He's in the 650, right? But, I mean, dude. Dude. 662, as I do the math. I mean, that's... It's a disaster. A 662 OPS in your five-hole is a flat-out disaster. I mean, what a mess. What a mess. And look, it is what it is. I mean, there's no one to, you don't blame Joe Girardi for this. You know, it's like, oh, Girardi, how could you put that guy in the lineup? Obviously. Um, but um, it's a bummer. It's a bummer that they're at where they're at. And it is a shame, too. You know, like they're hanging in Harper again. I mean, just the season this guy's having. Harper right now is batting 303 on the season. He has 29 home runs, a 417 on base. And a 596 slugging percentage. 596. He's got a 1013 OPS on the season. Ah, it's such a shame that this is not a 1013 OPS on the way to a definitive playoff berth. Because what a shame. I mean, what a season this man is putting together. He's got a 1013 OPS on the season. Ah, oh, it's such a shame, but outside Harbor, nothing nothing gets going last night. This offense just unable to produce. Gene Segura's average down to 294. That's a, a shame. As uh, you know, again, I mean you got a lot of you got a lot of rough numbers when you look through this line. I mean, Ronald Torres for as good as he's been, and, and don't get me wrong, like I have loved having Ronald Torres on this team. He has been a joy to have on this team. He's got a six fifty something OPS. You know, not good. You know, Brad Miller, under 800 OPS. Didi, we talked about in the 650s. JT, under 800. O'Double, 740 OPS. I mean, it's just just tough. It's a tough lineup right now. It's a tough lineup without a lot of upside. And um, it's frustrating because it does feel like if if certainly, and again, look, you can't, Think about it, well, if we didn't lose Reese Hoskins, because again, you know, the Braves can be like, well, if we didn't lose Ronald Cunha and Marcelo Zuna, guess what? We're, we're dominating you guys, so shut it. Um, and that's fair. And uh, so you can't do that, but it is frustrating knowing, you know, that that this, we are two and a half games out of the division, three games out of the wild card with 23 to play on September 9th, is the most positive we have felt about a Phillies playoff spot in September in a decade, and yeah, I'm including last year where they had to win one of you know one extra game in their last eight to make it. It just didn't feel like they deserved it last year. And this year, this team at least feels like a playoff team. Um, you know, not right now with all the injuries they've had and stuff, but at least all year long they've felt like they were in it. And that's because of the division. I get it, but they've still felt like they were in it. And uh, it's frustrating to be here right now, knowing that it's an uphill battle. 
It's an uphill battle. 23 to play, two and a half back. It's an uphill battle. Let's talk about what needs to happen, right? If they're going to make this kind of miraculous thing happen over the next 23 games. And two and a half back in 23 is not miraculous. But um, obviously, you know, forgetting what other teams need to do. We've talked about that. The Braves need to lose some games. The Padres need to lose some games. The Reds need to lose some games. Some windows, some avenues need to open for the Phillies. And the Phillies need to beat the teams they're supposed to be. But um, a couple of players that I, I think you just have to step up for this team. And, I mean, look, uh, what more could Bryce Harper do? I mean, we don't, you know, uh, what we need, what honestly needs to happen is they need other guys in this lineup to step up so that Bryce Harper actually gets pitched at. Because what we saw last night, it that's going to be the way of the world. There's no reason to give Bryce Harper anything to hit. When you got JT Romito and Didi Gregorius coming up next, why wouldn't you walk Bryce Harper? It's about as it's a, a no-brainer. It's like a, a such an obvious decision. You walk the guy, so that's a concern. You need the lineup to show up. Uh, guys who need to step up and and some have, some have. McCutcheon's been great this year. You know, and the the overall numbers from McCutcheon are obviously not great, as we know. Um, he's not had a awesome year from a numbers perspective, but really since June first, and you know, minus the injury, has. Um, been very good. The numbers are not great, though, when you look at it. It's another guy who's an under 800 OPS. Um, so on the whole, you know, it's hard to get super excited. But I think McCutcheon, they need McCutcheon to be a bopper for them. They need McCutcheon to crush left-handed pitching like he's done all year. They need McCutcheon to give Reese, uh, give Bryce a little protection in the lineup. You know, if if you've got a, a guy on the hill and, and he's facing Bryce Harper, you have to think, ah, you know what, I don't, I don't really want to face McCutcheon. You know, there's got to be at least some semblance of that. Um, so they need McCutcheon and, and Segura obviously uh, going through a bit of a cold streak, but he's been one of the two best hitters on the team all year. They could really use a last 23-game hot streak from Gene Segura in a big way. But, uh, you know, look, look, the guy we mentioned who has the ability to step up and really be a, a, a force for this team over the last 23 games, I don't expect it because we haven't seen all year, but we just talked about it. Like, I'm sorry, we need way more from JT Romito. Way more. $25 million or 23 and a half, whatever the number is. This guy is getting paid. Paid. And we don't need to talk about the fact that that contract looks like a mess right now. I mean, let's be honest. And uh, hand up. Right here, hand up. I wanted them to sign him too. We all did. Sign JT. Hashtag sign JT. We were all there. We were complicit. But, man, you know, you can't be excited about that contract right now, right? I mean, it's still got five, right? It kicks, it doesn't even kick in yet. It either, I, I think it's either kicked in this year or kicks in next year. Either got four or five years left of, of $100 million, you know, for a guy who's having the worst season of his career, or at least one of them, and has just not been the offensive force that he has to be to, to be valuable at that price. And yeah, the defense is valuable, but look, I mean, they're even playing him for his base now because they have to and stuff, but I mean, he hasn't been the defensive freak this year that he has been the first two years of his Phillies tenure. He has not been the don't run on JT, best defensive catcher in baseball. We haven't seen that as much this year. It really hasn't. It hasn't felt that way. And then offensively, really a, a shell of what they need him to be, a shell. Nowhere close to the offensive player they, they need him to be. And look, he's talented enough. There's a reason he got that contract in the first place. He's talented enough as a hitter to go on a hot streak over the last 23 games. He has to. 
There is no one else in this lineup who needs to do more over the last 23 games compared to what they've done to based on their talent level than JT Romita. Like, you could say similar things about Didi, but let's be real. We've seen Didi this year. He's absolutely cooked. Obviously, we've talked about that contract. Looks just horrendous for next season as well. But Didi's cooked this year. I expect zero out of Didi. Honestly, honestly, I think Galvis at short and Torres at third is probably your best lineup. Honestly. I don't think it makes sense to even play Didi at this point. He's a, a sieve of a player. I mean, it, it's a shame. It's a shame, but I can't expect from him. You know, I can expect from JT. I can expect that guy to give me something these last 23 games. And look, I, I, I can't expect it, but I need Brad Miller to give me something. It's another guy who's got some power. Not This line doesn't have power. And that's what it's devoid of right now, other than Harper and McCutcheon. I mean... Seriously, go down the list of Dubal, Gene, JT, Didi, Torres, Jankowski, Freddie. I mean, these guys only hit home runs. And Freddie, to be fair, is on a was on a recent tear, and Freddie has a little pop. But you know what I mean? Like they're not bashers in this lineup. They need JT to step step up, buddy. They need Brad Miller to hit a few big home runs down the stretch, and they need the rest of this lineup to. Again, we've talked a lot about the idea of. The Ronald Torres, Travis Jankowski thing. And in a vacuum, just period, the, what those guys have given this Phillies this year has been way more than you could have ever expected. I mean, Travis Jankowski is like a, a waiver pickup. You know, I mean, that's a guy you never expect anything from, and he's been a really nice player for you. Ronald Torres has been light years, light years better than anyone could have imagined. And they're still bench guys. You know, they're exposed now. That's what we talk about, where it's like bench guys like that are amazing when they're bench guys, when they have to play every day, they're exposed. And Torres is a really nice player, but he's got a 660-whatever OPS. I mean, it's not great. So when these guys have to play and play and play and play, they get exposed. This team needs its dudes to show up these last 23 games, to help carry this team the last 23 games. And look, Brad Miller, to be fair, is one of those bench guys who should be in that conversation too, and now is being forced into... Giving you more, as they say, but you need Segura to step up these last 23. You need JT in the biggest way. Pitching-wise, same thing. I mean, like, you know, how many times can we talk about it without wanting to throw up? Aaron Nola has to be better. I don't expect him to. Why would anyone at this point expect Aaron Nola to go out and shove in a September start? Maybe they get one over the last, like, four or whatever he'll have. But, man, I expect zero from Aaron Nola. Zippity-doo-dah. Nothing. But I can hope. But you need Wheeler to shove, you need Suarez to shove, and you need Gibby to be better than he was last night. Those are the three guys we can count on. Bullpen game, who the hell knows? Nola, just can't count on you, bro. Other guys. I mean, Ranger, I feel more comfortable with Ranger taking nail than anyone but Wheeler, which is absurd, an absurd statement about where we are as a Phillies franchise right now in this season and how this season expected to go and how it has gone. But Ranger, I would feel great with Ranger taking the in any situation. I feel great with Wheeler taking the in any situation. And even the last two starts notwithstanding, I feel good about Kyle Gibson taking the hill. It's Nola. It's Nola. 
I mean, they just need this guy to not stink. Like, come on, man. And yes, they need to score some runs for him too. It's a two-way street. I get it. But man, if this guy could just not stink, what a what a crazy thought that would be, right? I, I mean, are they allowed? Is that something that's allowed? Do you think they're allowed to not stink? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm just not sure if they're allowed to not stink. I don't know if they know. Seriously, though. I mean... So they need they need more from Nola. We'll see. They need the bullpen to step up. Obviously, I mean this team's just not good enough to give away games in the bullpen. You know, Connor Brogdon, you got to be better. That was look a one pitch homer. It's tough. Um, you know, it happens. But they need those guys to step up. They need Archie Bradley and Hector Neris and Jose Alvarado and Sam Coonrod and Connor Brogdon. Those guys, the core of the bullpen, and obviously Ian Kennedy closing out games. Um, they need those guys to show up. Um, this last 23 games, if these things can happen, and again, these are very large general things. It's the idea of, oh, can their players play better? But that's what it is, right? I mean, that's where we're at. The Phillies have 23 games left. This is not rocket science. The Phillies have 23 games left, and they're down two and a half in the division and three in the wild card. They are at a massive disadvantage right now. They are not the favorite, clearly. It helps that they have three games against the Braves left. It helps that their schedule is easier than the Padres, that their schedule in general is pretty easy. These things help, but these guys have to go out and earn it. They have to win it. And it's hard to see this group doing it, the way they've been playing. And I know they've, they've lost two straight, but they had won eight of ten prior. They've lost one, uh, two of three. They lost, I know they lost two straight. I was right first. Uh, had won eight of ten prior. You know, it's this, that. Luckily, they've been beating bad teams, a lot of bad teams on the schedule. Can they go on a bit of a run to close the season? None of it is going to happen unless the bats wake up a bit. That's what it comes back to. Because, again, Aaron Nola horrible the other night, but it was, you know, 3 nothing when he was in the game. And he was horrible, and he deserved to get ripped for it, but they also didn't score any runs. Last night, can't add more runs. These guys need to show up. I mean, JT... Earn your money right now, buddy. I mean, this has been a lost year for you. Earn it. You have a chance to go out these last 23 games and make that 23 and a half million palatable for a for a minute. You know? I was about to say DD earn it, but I, I can't even with a straight face expect that. But but that's the point. It's like these guys need to step up offensively. They need to step up. They need to be better. That's the way. Uh, it's funny because uh, you know, I'm kind of repeating a phrase that we've talked about. So many times this year, and I've said so many times the idea of of, of if they're going to make the playoffs, it's because the offense carries them there, and and that really was the 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 core belief that I had about this group over the course of the season. And now it's funny because that is still true. It's just true in a very different way. This offense just has to be good enough. Now they have to score some runs. They have to find a way to outproduce their incredible lack of talent right now, or lack of depth, the, the bench guys. And before it was this offense needs to rake and carry them. Now it's the, the offense needs to carry them, but just, just enough. This offense just needs to do just enough. You need to do just a little bit better than you've been doing. So uh, it's not a juggernaut offense that's going to carry them. Hopefully it's a slightly better than it's been offense. Good pitching. And some timely hitting and some timely fielding and whatever. I mean, it's going to be, again, it's going to be tight one way or the other. You know, if they're in it till the end, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be fun to watch. But 
It's going to be stressful, and we need some hits, man. Can't keep rolling out five hits in a game. You can't. Can't keep rolling out games where Bryce Harper is literally the only Philly who does anything. We can't keep doing this. We need offense. And again, it'll help facing the Rockies pitching staff. Actually, Rockies pitching staff is not as bad as the others. The the Cubs pitching staff, the, the Pirates pitching staff. Like that stuff will help. But unless this offense can get something going, can just add a little bit of spark, can just get on a, a, a season-ending roll here, you know, it's it's going to be tough unless they can. So we'll see. Big one. Big one tonight as they start a four-game home series against the Rockies. The Rockies, so good in Colorado. So bad, not in Colorado. Big one tonight. Uh, Ranger, my guy, on the against Armando Sensentela, who has been just outstanding for the Rockies lately. He's been really good. Um, so that's a tough one. Then Marquez tomorrow, Freeland on Saturday, and then uh, Gonzalez on Sunday. The Phillies have a bullpen game tomorrow, and then Wheeler and Nola over the weekend. So big, big series. They need to win a few now. We're out of time. There's no more beating around the bush. You just got to go for the bush now. It's go time. Uh, so let's get at it tonight. Thank God Rangers on the hill. Either way, whatever happens, we'll be back to talk about it tomorrow. So until then, thank you for listening to another edition of Phillies Today right here on the Phillies 24-7 Network. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us, and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app.